Today is Friday, July 30th, 2021. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we're talking last night's all-star win for Tyler Courtney, the fireworks between Tanner Thorson and CJ Leary, what's ahead this weekend, and a bunch more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. The All-Star Circuit of Champions took on the Missouri State Fair Speedway last night. And when the race on the big half mile was over, we were watching Tyler Courtney celebrate win number seven on the season. He slipped by early leader Zeb Wise on lap eight and went basically unchallenged the rest of the way to earn the victory. Kerry Madsen finished second after a spirited battle with Ayrton Jeniton, who ended up third. Justin Peck finished fourth, and Casey Kane completed the top five. Jeniton, actually, who just hired former Brian Brown crew chief Chad Morgan, was impressive on the night. He went quick time, made the dash, and started on the pole before finishing third. He's been impressive all week with the All-Stars, with two top tens at Lake Ozark and the third last night. An experienced wrench like Morgan could be a big boost for the young driver from Missouri. We talked uh, yesterday on the show about Danny Lasoski and Brian Brown teaming up together. Uh, and Brownie and Chad Morgan parting ways isn't necessarily a bad, like a, a knock against either side. I think, you know, it's one of those things where you see that chemistry kind of run its course. Uh, so this could be a good move for both guys. Uh, Chad obviously had Ayrton Jeniton tuned up last night. As for early leader Zeb Wise, he went for a wild ride later in the feature. He was running up front when it appeared that something broke on the car. That sent Wise tumbling out of the ballpark in turn two. He was okay, but we'll be looking for more answers on that race car today. Back to points leader Tyler Courtney. His win last night made it 12 straight top 10 finishes with the All-Stars. Over the last 26 races, his worst finish is 11th, and there are 25 single-digit results. Just to show you how insane this run has been, here are his last 26 finishes. They are... 2nd, 1st, 2nd, 1st, 1st, 8th, 2nd, 3rd, 1st, 1st, 5th, 6th, 5th, 11th, 7th, 2nd, 3rd, 3rd, 4th, 6th, 5th, 4th, 3rd, 4th, 1st, 4th, 1st, that was hard to say. Over that span, he's won better than every third race, and his moving last 5 and last 10 average finishes are both insanely low at 2.6 and 3.4. It's no wonder why he stretched out the points lead to now 280 points over Corey Eliasson. Looking ahead, the All-Stars are at 34 Raceway tonight before heading to Knoxville on Saturday. These are the final two races for the series before they take a 20-day break. I'd expect that field on Saturday night to be pretty packed with guys looking for track time ahead of the Nationals. Don't forget, you can watch the All-Stars all season long live on Flow Racing. Indiana Sprint Week continued last night for the USAC National Sprint Cars, and if you haven't seen the feature and what transpired after, pause the show and go watch it. We had drama right at the outset with points leader Brady Bacon not even making the start of the race. He suffered magneto problems and was in the pit area when the green flag fell. His 22nd place finish opened the door for Logan Seavey to take the sprint week points lead with two nights left. Once underway, CJ Leary was the dominant force out front. He got by pole sitter Colbo Dine on lap 7 and ended up leading 23 of the 31 laps. Tanner Thorson chased Leary for much of the feature but couldn't get close enough to make a move. Things got interesting, though, late in the race when Shane Cottle and Chase Stockton got turned around on the front stretch on the white flag lap. That set up a green-white checkered run to the end, and on the restart, Thorson made his move. He tried a slider into turn one, but wasn't going to clear for the lead. Leary, who was up top, made a mistake on the cushion with Thorson to his, uh, to his inside and got up on the bike. That allowed Thorson to slip by down the backstretch, and that was all she wrote. 
Thorson drove away to his third sprint car win of the season. Chris Windham, Leary, KTJ, and Logan Seavey rounded out the top five. The fireworks, though, then started after the checkered flag uh, fell on the race. Leary, for some reason, was upset with Thorson and made his feelings known, hitting Thorson on the cooldown lap and then meeting him in victory lane. After a verbal confrontation between the two that involved sign language and some choice words, which we will not say on the show, Leary finally walked away and Thorson began his celebration. What's wild is I'm not sure what Leary was mad about. After watching it, there was clearly no contact. Thorson Slaughter wasn't going to clear and he knew it, so he gave Leary room on the top. CJ just looked like he screwed up. In his post-race interview, Thorson said he was actually going to apologize for cutting it close on the move, but I don't see anything there that really warranted an apology. I think it was just close racing, uh, and there was no contact. I'm not sure what else Leary really wanted there. Either way, though, it was super entertaining. With Bloomington and Hobstot left to go, CB is now the Sprint Week points leader over Thorson and KTJ, with Bacon falling to fourth. Bacon's season-long points lead over Justin Grant is now also down to 57 after the rough night. With things tightening up, it should be a fun next two nights. Make sure to tune in live on Flow. One driver who has been missing from the last two nights of Sprint Week is Paul Neenheiser. There's been nothing posted online that I could find, but it appears he's out of the KO Motorsports entry he's been piloting all season in his rookie run. He'd struggled through the first three nights of Sprint Week, not transferring from any of the semis and needing a provisional to start the feature at Lawrenceburg. We'll keep you posted on what's next for both parties as we know more. Also last night, it was 17-year-old Sam Seawright taking the Southern Nationals late model win at Boyd Speedway. He topped Donald McIntosh and Dale McDowell. McIntosh is the current series points leader with two nights remaining, uh, two points nights remaining. And at I-30 Speedway, Timothy Culp bagged the $5,000 Comp Camps Super Dirt Series win over series points leader Brian Rickman and Logan Martin. That series is back in action tonight at Batesville Motor Speedway. At 81 Speedway last night, young Ryan Timms hard-charged from 11th to take his third win of the week with the ASCS National Tour. He led the final two laps, topping J.J. Hickle, Blake Hahn, Matt Covington, and Brandon Anderson. Timms has finished first or second in five of the six sprint week races. The ASCS heads to Tulsa Speedway tonight and closes out the week tomorrow at Outlaw Motor Speedway. Looking ahead to the weekend for the World of Outlaws, both series are in action. The World of Outlaws late models are at Fairbury tonight and tomorrow for the Prairie Dirt Classic. Tonight's program features qualifying and four 25-lap showdowns. Tomorrow is hot laps, 20-lap last lap, last chance showdowns, and 25-lap shootout. And then the 100-lap 50,000-to-win Prairie Dirt Classic. Brandon Shepard is the defending race winner back in 2019. Uh, in, on that night, 72 cars took part, and Shepard passed leader Bobby Pierce with one to go and uh, to take the win. Mike Marler finished second, Pierce third, Ricky Weiss fourth, and Gordy Gundaker was fifth. This year's field will be absolutely stacked again. It'll include all of the outlaw regulars, plus Kyle Larson in the Rumley six, Brandon Overton, Pierce, Jonathan Davenport, Kyle Bronson, Hudson O'Neill, Devin Moran, Brian Shirley, and many others. Fairbury always puts on good races, and this event is a big-time fan favorite. If you can't be at Fairbury, you can watch live all weekend long on Dirt Vision. And the Sprint Car Series is headed to the Northeast for stops at Ransomville and Weed Sport. This will be the first stop for the series at Ransomville since July of 2018. David Gravel was the winner that night over Brad Sweet and Donnie Schatz. It's also been since 2018 that the series has been at Weed Sport. Brent Marks is the most recent winner there, taking the victory over Sheldon Hodenshield and Jacob Allen. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula actually likes Sheldon Huddenshield for the win both nights. He's coming off a win and a second at Williams Grove and has eight wins on three-eighths-mile racetracks back through 2018. 
Sweet still holds a 112-point lead over Carson Macedo in the championship standings, with David Gravel 138 back in third. Shots and Sheldon complete the top five, with Logan Schuhart sixth, Aaron Reitzel seventh, James McFadden eighth, Craig Kinzer ninth, and Brock Zierfoss in tenth. As usual, both nights will be streamed live on Dirt Vision. The Extreme Dirt Car Series, which is the winter series that runs in the southeast, announced their 2021-2022 late model schedule this week. They will race eight times from November 20th through February 26th at Lancaster, Cherokee, I-75, Volunteer, Lakeview, Livonia, and Modoc. Five races are 5,000 to win, one is 7,000 to win, and two are 10,000 to win. The series champion, which has been Chris Madden the previous two seasons, will win $15,000. The full tour will again be streamed live on Dirt Vision. For more details on that series, visit ExtremeDirtCar.com. That's X-T-R-E-M-E DirtCar.com. There are 41 shows on the streaming schedule for tonight with a bunch more to come this weekend. That includes the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars in the Northeast, the Prairie Dirt Classic, the All-Stars, USAC, and a ton of local and regional racing. If you're looking for something to watch, hit up dirttracker.com slash watch tonight and click those links. Uh, let me know in the comments below where you're going this weekend, what you're gonna, what you're looking forward to watching this weekend. If you're going to be tuned in on the streaming platforms, uh, what tracks, what series you're interested in, let me know. I uh, would certainly like to hear from you. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.